So what did the world look like before the flood? For those who have watched our Rivers from Eden videos, you know where we are going with this. However, we had a viewer, thank you, Philip Melsop, great find, send in an animation link from another YouTube video who turns out to have given a source of a download site from NASA where animations are available. And we've been searching for this one, but we had not found it. But Philip did. Thank you. This is a fascinating animation from NASA, which we fully credit on the next screen. And so many have been requesting this. So check this out. We'll just play the animation in full first, and then we will comment. Today, 70% of the world is water, almost all ocean, 97% of that, I believe. However, as we cover multiple scriptures in 2nd Esdras, the book quoted by Messiah himself, according to the 1611 KJVA, Apocrypha, the world before the flood was very different. Now, we had a theory that was the case, and then we found that scripture that says it was the case. And this is fascinating. The balance then, before the flood, was six-sevenths dry land and one-seventh water. Or about 15% of the world was water back then, not 70. There was no world ocean as we see it today. Although the first days of creation, the earth probably drained very similar to this to reveal the dry land in the same kind of way. So really what NASA is doing is showing creation. They don't know it, wouldn't admit it, of course. But very similar. Notice how they show the oceans draining in depth as it goes deeper and deeper, which is really neat. Yes, some of those pockets of lakes that you see toward the end, in fact, existed as well, because the Book of Jubilee says there were lakes and rivers before the flood. Now, it says seas as well, but the word seas, yam in Hebrew, could mean lakes, rivers, large rivers. You know, it, it could also mean ocean, but it doesn't mean ocean because it's 15% of the earth and that wouldn't work out. But in order to get to 15%, you would need some other bodies of water of sorts. So it can't be just the five rivers. And we realize that now. But what rivers? Well, the five rivers from Eden, according to Genesis 2. That's all it really describes as far as the watering system of the earth. No modern rivers existed for the most part is almost all of them originate in rainfall and snowmelt to this day. You know, the Tigris, Euphrates. Nile, Amazon, all of them, they originate in rainfall. And Genesis 2.5 says there was no precipitation in the days before the flood. 
But a mist came up out of the earth to water the whole face of the earth, the dry land. So the mid-ocean ridge that you sort of see here on this map, but we'll show you one that is far more pronounced from National Geographic, uh, basically is not just mountains, and that's what they define it as. And they messed that part up in this animation as the ridge has a very deep trench running right through the middle of it all around the Earth for 65,000 kilometers. So it just doesn't quite work accurately when you look at it that way. And if they would have left that water there, you actually would have seen the rivers from Eden. Very pronounced and very clear. We will show you that at the end. Now, they do at least show the deepest trenches in the Pacific still filled in with water. You can see that. That's the Pisan River from Eden. And it's the last to drain, which would be very accurate. So that portion is correct. However, this is still cool. Because it helps us visualize just how the world looked back in. And we've had many requests that. We think is mankind. We have done so much research on ancient times. And yet most of the populations, just as today, would have settled around water. Not as many up on the top of the continents or mountains. Which we would be remiss in mentioning that is likely the Middle Earth that the Lord of the Rings movies are talking about. It's the time before the flood when Nephilim, earthborn creatures, were being procreated and they had no soul and they were pure evil. That's biblical, actually. So Middle Earth probably refers to that pretty much. The mountain ranges uh, on the continents today would be the upper earth, and the bottom of the ocean floor would be dry land and lower earth in that kind of thinking. That's our guesstimate, but we're pretty confident it's probably the case. Most of the archaeology for antiquity prior to the flood is on the bottom of the ocean near the water. And we have not even explored 90% of it still, as of this point. Thus, we know very little about ancient man, which is good we have the Bible and other such writings, because there is little scientific record, and not one scientist who can actually deal with an era before the flood, not even one day of it. Now, we won't get into that in this video, but in our flood series, we will get there. Many do not realize the Mid-Ocean Ridge is estimated to encompass 2% of the entire ocean today. That's massive. And that's just the river from Eden. We'll show you. In our Rivers from Eden video, which we will link at the end of this video, which is almost over, we test our theory. Yes, this is a theory that the rivers from Eden, five rivers, must be on the bottom of the ocean floor. Why would we be so silly? Actually, we first find the first river, the Pisan, which branches from the main river from Eden itself. It surrounds the land of Havila, oh, which we can 
test by the three resources, gold, pearl, and the onyx stone. Watch and you'll see we cover that. We prove that even today, the Philippines is not merely abundant in these three resources. It is literally defining the Philippines because it's number one in all three categories on all of earth. This is from Genesis 2, and the Philippines is already being mentioned there by its ancient name. The land of Adam and Eve, Havila, which is a variant of Hava, it means childbirth, one who suffers pain that brings forth. It's Eve's curse, and it bears Eve's literal name and curse. It's the land where she had the first childbirth, in fact. And the creation itself, according to Jubilees, you find that land, you find the land of creation, because that's where they were exiled to. Therefore, for a river to surround the Philippines, it must be on the bottom of the ocean floor. And it is. Sound ridiculous? Oh, this proves out. We dare you to test it. Now, for the second branch, we see the same pattern. The Gihon River, we have the same as it must surround the whole land of Ethiopia, which, if you know history, and especially ancient maps, which we show eh, something like 20 of them throughout the videos on the Hidakal, uh, it's the whole land of Africa from east coast to west coast. See, modern Ethiopia is not Ethiopia. It's a little sliver of it. It was called Abyssinia in ancient times and on these maps. But Ethiopia was coast to coast in the South Atlantic named the Ethiopian Sea, which would be nonsense unless the Ethiopian territory was found on the west coast of Africa as well as the east. Those are maps from 450 BC all the way to 1850. So this was well known up until, well, pretty close to the same time that Ophir was lost, the land of gold. They, they lost it. They, they forgot where it was, just like they forgot the name of God, even though it's recorded in writing in the days that the Pharisees forgot it. Oops. How do you forget the name of your God? Well, we'll go there another time. Watch the name of God series, and you'll see 6,800 times they have removed the name of God from Scripture. Who would even think to do that? That's the big question. Now, oh yeah, we are well aware there's a channel out there that attempts to ridicule this theory. He even created a video after we created one, totally crushing theirs. Uh, and further proving ours out, which, you know, when we get criticism like that, it just makes our uh, case even stronger because we'll research deeper, we take it to heart, and we do uh, deeper research. It's it's a good thing, so it's fine. Uh, but then they call us a false prophet. Okay, so what? It's Tuesday? <laughs> because we get that all the time. Yet, we stick to Scripture, and the ones saying that typically don't. In fact, pretty much all don't. So they don't even have a theory, and they even change their theory for that matter just within days of releasing one of the videos that we came back and ridiculed. The claim the river from Eden, from them, is that snow caps on mountaintops are the actual river from Eden, as if the word river, Nahar, in Hebrew, which they cover the Hebrew, but 
Uh, somehow they insert that snowcaps could be a river. Uh, duh, no, that's not scriptural. But see, there's a massive problem, and this isn't just them. This is modern theology generally, because you're going to see this in so many writings, even books and book and book after book out there, and they will make these kinds of assertions. See, there's a massive problem. They're not reading the Bible. Snowcaps, for instance, originate in rain, freezing rain, and snowmelt. Problem. Genesis 2.5 says there was no such precipitation yet. Thus, that is nonsense. They ridiculed it. Daniel cannot have been on the bottom of the ocean floor in order to have his vision on the banks of the Hidakal River. Yet, the Hidakal is not the Tigris River, number one, which is what they originally said and then changed it. Of course, now it's the Silk Road, which is a road, not a river in all of history, science. It's just completely illiterate, but they go there anyway. So, it's not the Tigris. The Tigris has a Hebrew name recorded 27 times in Scripture, and it's not Hittika, ever. Daniel never lived near the Tigris or on the Tigris. And in that portion of his life, when he had that vision, even two chapters and many years earlier, Daniel lived in Iran, in Susa, near the Persian Gulf, not near the Tigris River. He was on the Persian Gulf on the banks of the Hittikal, which is on the bottom of the ocean floor. Perfectly fitting scripture. We obliterate their childish argument, of course, and crush their theory into shreds. So here's a map, and watch our Hittikal 1, 2, 3, Gihon 1, 2, and 3, and you'll see that all the evidence is there. So here's a map of the ocean floor from National Geographic who mapped the ocean floor around the earth in the 1970s. They found this huge 65,000 kilometer ridge system. That's what they call it. Science defines it as a mountain range. Yet when you have a large trench flowing through and even downhill, the center between mountains on both sides and it is deeper in parts than those mountains are tall, you put water in it, and what do you call it? A river, not a ridge. So they're just not getting it. And it's okay. They don't believe the Bible. They don't apply the Bible. They're not looking for anything to confirm the Bible. They're looking for the opposite in many cases. This is the river from Eden, which splits into four parts, just as Genesis says. Now, that's our theory, but we do prove it out much better than what they call theories in most of science today. Those are the oceanic trenches, and the thing is, not only do they fit Scripture perfectly, this is the only theory out there that actually does. The rest typically require water to flow downhill, or sorry, uphill, and create fictitious rivers like another channel who now declares the Silk Road... (laughs) is not a land route anymore. No, forget all the history. You don't know that. And forget the science that there's no actual river that goes all the way to China from um, basically Iraq or even further. Nah, just throw that out. Let's just draw a line on a map and create a fictitious river. Yeah, because anybody could do that, right? 
So our theory, which actually becomes very coherent and literally the only one out there that is, biblically especially, uh, it vets extremely well. It finds this ridge, or really river, from Eden, going from the North Pole in between the continents in the Atlantic, under Africa and India and Australia, all the way through the Pacific Ocean to the coast of North America as the river from Eden. Watch the video for the full theory, and your mind will be blown as many have. This is really just a teaser for that video, other than the animated map is really cool. Here's a cleaner map with the Oceanic Trench in red, the river from Eden from Genesis 2. There it is, right there. And then we find exactly four places on earth, you know, the four branches of the river from Eden, just as scripture says in Genesis 2, where a trench system picks up right at the mid-ocean ridge or river from Eden. We cover them all, and again, maps from National Geographic. These trenches are deeper than the river from Eden and still flowing downhill as water must. Each of these rivers perfectly fits the Genesis 2 descriptions of them, but every other theory out there reads these descriptions and then goes ahead and ignores them and finds all kinds of other things that don't fit scripture. We do not, and this works. As you zoom in even closer on these trenches, this is around the Philippines, you see a very pronounced ancient river, which branches of the river from Eden. This is the Pisan River, which must surround the whole land of Havila, where there's gold, pearl, and the onyx stone. Delium is pearl. We do prove that, too. Which we prove is the Philippines. Now, there it is. And you can see trenches all around the Philippines, as well as other parts of the Pacific Ocean in that area. Some have been filled in, especially as you get closer to the continental shelf, not only due to the flood, of course, but modern rivers which are dumping especially rainfall with sediment into the ocean, thus filling these in in places. And many scientific sources say that. There's a couple on the screen. However, before the flood, these are the rivers from Eden, all five of them. Most other theories only try to locate four missing the main source river, which must be the largest, actually. And here is just a quick map of the rivers from Eden, all five, again, completely fitting the biblical descriptions, and nothing else we have reviewed does. And here they are on NASA's map in which we started. Again, there would have to be some lakes as well to get to 15% water likely. But this is the predominant water system, the one that flows specifically on the earth prior to the flood, which created the world ocean. We even find Noah using these rivers as markers in his division of the earth between his three sons, which we map out in full in our flood series. He invokes the Pisan as a border, 
the Gihon River as a border, even identifying that the banks of the Gihon River are the continental shelf of Africa, essentially. And he uses the Hittikal, which is exactly what Daniel is picking up on in Daniel 10, when he uses Hittikal, the only other time it ever appears in Scripture other than Genesis 2. So we challenge you, buckle your seatbelt and watch Our Rivers from Eden theory, followed by Hittikal 1, 2, and 3, and Gihon 1, 2, and 3, and this will blow your mind. You don't have to agree, but it is worthy of review no matter what, because this is something you've never heard before, and it's based on true ancient support and facts really coming, stemming right from our Solomon's Gold series all the way through uh, the Rivers from Eden, Garden of Eden. It all just flows one into the other. For those in the Philippines, this further proves out our case that the Philippines is Ophir, the land of creation, and the Garden of Eden. We haven't gotten there yet in a hundred clues, but we will very soon, don't worry. As the purpose of this entire river system, according to Genesis 2, is to water the garden in the east. It's giving clues all over it. We find that in the far east, on Shem's eastern border, also defined by these rivers right at the end of the entire worldwide system doing exactly what it must, watering the garden in ancient times. And wait till you find out this entire river system still functions today. And without it, much of life on earth would be extinct, likely. This is monumental. For those continuing in our 100 Clue series, we will be breaking this down into short bites like we did the rest of Solomon's Gold series, but you can certainly skip ahead if you wish. That's fine. Coming soon. For skeptics, as we did not prove anything in this video, nor did we intend to, nor did we say we did, nor did we say we were going to, Yeah, 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 we know. We are crazy. Yet, we dare you to watch the full theory and then go out and test this for yourself. You will have great difficulty debating this, especially if you have watched our Solomon's Gold series, because this is not a new theory, really. It is the conclusion of an ancient truth when the evidence mounts up You really start to realize the patriarchs knew this, and now you will too. Thank you for watching Solomon's Gold series, our 100 Clues, the Philippines' Ophir and Flood series, as this serves for all three. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to click the bell. Share this video with others. Friend us on Facebook at The God Culture, space hyphen space, original, and check out our website at thegodculture.com. Our email is thegodculture at gmail.com. And we are scheduling conferences now for 2020. We just need hosts, so volunteer. Keep your eyes out for an announcement on our book. Details coming very soon. Thank you all for your prayers, comments, encouragement, and support in every way, especially those on Patreon who in the past year have really been faithful. This has made a tremendous difference. 
We have some private events coming up as well that we cannot announce, but we are humbled and overwhelmed by all of the support, and we love you all. Yah bless to all. Thank you.